You are tuned in to the Jackson Hole Connection, sharing fascinating stories of people connected to Jackson Hole. I am truly grateful for each of you for tuning in today. And support for this podcast comes from Teton County Solid Waste and Recycling, bringing the Jackson Hole community residential and commercial food waste composting options. Call 307-733-7678 for more information. Learning from others and reading books and just finding good stuff to read on the internet that's validated provides me a way to share information with you. And so today, I'm going to share a quote with you that's a little bit humorous. I hope you enjoy the humor as much as I did. Before you criticize someone, you should walk a mile in their shoes. That way, when you criticize them, you are a mile away from them and you have their shoes. That's from Jack Handy. You're listening to episode number 211, and my guest today is Juan Morales. Juan's an entrepreneur right here in the valley, lives on the other side of the hill there, Teton Valley, Idaho, who knows how to hustle. This guy really hustles, and he gets things done. TCB in a flash, baby. Juan is one of the presenters this year at our local pitch day sponsored by Silicon Kular. Juan has had the opportunity to experience different places in the world, and the food he creates represents what he has learned from his travels. Juan defines what work is to him in this episode, and that's why I value and appreciate a perspective like Juan's so much. As the owner of two growing businesses, Juan found some time in between his busy schedule to speak with me, which I am deeply, deeply grateful for. Juan, thank you for joining me here today at the Jackson Hole Connection. It's wonderful to find some time out of your really, really wildly <laughs> full schedule. You have a lot going on, and I'm excited for you to share your story here with all the listeners today. Well, Stefan, thank you for having me, man. It's, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. You're you're very welcome. I followed you a little bit here and there, especially since I remember first seeing Naughty Fruit come out onto the market. And I, I'd like for you to start off with sharing with us where were you born and where or where did you grow up as well, and how did you land here in this area we call home in the in the valley? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I was originally born in Mexico state of Guanajuato and raised in California. And I think when, I, when we were 12 years old, my, my family came out to the mountains. That ended up being Jackson. So kind of a, a, a fun a fun little small town city to small town uh, here in Jackson Bay, Chisong Valley. That was 1997, a couple years ago. <laughs> so not, not too long ago. No, not too long ago. So where did you, when your family moved out here, did you guys live here in Jackson, did you live in Alpine or over on the other side of the pass in Victor Driggs area? When, when we moved out here to the to, the, to Jackson, the Texas Valley, we, we ended up living in Jackson for about three to four years. And then it, you know, and then, then we, we had to make decisions of, of uh, coming out to, to, to Driggs, I guess to Victor technically, uh, just because it was it was an affordable thing to do back then. Mm -hmm. uh, I, feel, I still think that it is a little more affordable, obviously, being on the side of the hill. Uh, but we ended up doing the, the drive over for many years, drive over the past few years. And what type of work were your parents doing when they came out here? At the time when my parents came out to Jackson, I believe my mother was doing housekeeping mm -hmm. uh, with, with Snow King for the, uh, the whole 
bankruptcy spiel, mm -hmm. a benchmark. And my dad was working in landscaping. Okay. And do you have siblings that came out with you guys? I believe at the time it was two of my older siblings uh -huh. uh, came out here, you know, legally because of their age. We, you know, we, we simulated as, as, as well with the weather. Uh, you know, we came, we were, we were city kids coming into a small town. So the slower pace was, I think, what was good for us, just a little more tranquil uh, for our studies, for, for ourselves. And then my, my oh no, uh, yeah, and, and my little sister, the company, she, yeah, she was a baby. So we came out here with her. And then my little brother was born. So there's five of us in total. Okay. Nice big family. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just big. It's big enough. It's big enough. And, and after you finished, did you finish high school? Yes. I actually finished high school in Triggs. Okay. Um, and what did you do after high school? What, what was your uh, path? Yeah. Yeah. After high school, I, I, I got a nice scholarship to Boise State, ESU, uh -huh. and I spent, spent about four years, well, three, three and a half years there studying communication sciences, video production, audio production, public speaking, uh, communication, languages. And then I ended up taking a semester abroad into France for business school, called the Commerce in, in Lyon. So I picked up some business trade uh, out there. And and language, so I, I guess I can say I'm pretty fluent in French. Um, and I ate, I ate a lot, but French food uh, is just very, very too. So for, yeah, for about four and a half, almost five years, I went to school and, and back in graduating from Boise State. That's, that's wonderful, Juan. Congratulations. And I can only dream about the food that you got to eat in France. <laughs> oh, I, I miss it, to be honest. I miss it. I, 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 I mean, a, a big inspiration to how I live now, a lot of it has to do with the French style of, of eating where it's clean, where it's simple. It's as much as they can local you know, being out here in the valley. There's only so much that you can, that you can buy local. A lot of my, my experience in France and the cuisine world of all places in Lyon, which is the gastronomic center of France, was, I guess it's just somewhat inspired by the French. Well, I'm thrilled to hear that you took something away from them. Yeah, of course, of course. Good wine too. Good wine and bread. Yeah, yeah, I sell a little bit of the wine, and and now you're a business person. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as as much as as much as I, I I can be, and as much as I can gather from studies here and there, uh, the Silicon Boulevard Group uh, in Jacksonville nonprofit has offered uh, amazing courses to be able to broaden my my business spectrum of knowledge, and you know, books here and there, obviously, how to be better, how to how to little pathways to, to, to avoid big investments. What, what practices to do that are focused on business growth and just best practices. It's been, it's been, it's been pretty cool. I mean, except the, the business courses in France were, I wouldn't say were, were like a huge influence. It was more micro and macro small business and big business. It was, it was banking. It was, it was vague, but it, it inspired me to be like, well, I, I'm a social person. I I, I, I love to do uh, to help people. I love to, I, I enjoy myself. What can I do that, that I can, not only, you know, not only see people, but inspire them. And I mean, having just a little bit of, of, of tidbits of how to start a business, what, what to expect, banking, what the practices. I wouldn't say, cause I, I wouldn't say I, I wasn't raised as a business, business owner. It doesn't, doesn't run in my family's blood that we came from businesses. But I'm grateful to, to, to say that I am a business owner and that we do have products and services that we provide that people are constantly purchasing. It's pretty cool. So, I mean, 
and all the word business owner, businessman. I, I think I think I am, and I'm hopefully growing and getting better at it. Yeah, I'd say you are. <laughs> what was the perspective of business that you learned in France that might be were there differences between what was taught in the school, even though it was really high level? Did you notice any differences between the business philosophy in France and what? you have experienced and learned now here in the U.S.? Yeah, well, I want to say that it's, it's, like, it's like three parts to it. So business in France and practices and especially consumerism, right? So eating, uh, buying, all that stuff that what we out here in the U.S. are masters that we like to consume, we're race to consume, race to buy things and so on and so forth. I think so the French uh, style of life is, is very local. It's, it's very day-to-day. It's very small portions. It's... The majority of it is real food. There, there, there are laws on, on bread, so the laws on, on flour and all the ingredients they use for, for their consumption are very controlled. They, they don't like they don't like to consume from buying other countries as much as, as the U.S. does. And so a lot of their stuff is very local, very local, local grains. And so with that mentality, local, local wineries, local breads, local cheeses, it's all very local of consumption, of support, of business. And again, if you've ever had been to France, if you had a French croissant, if you had a French tap uh, pastry, you know, but any any boulangerie, any, any bread shop in France, it's amazing. It's heavenly. And I think it has to do with the local rules of, of consuming local breads, local grains, so on and so forth. The wine, so on and so forth. Cheese. In the U.S., we live a little differently. We have imports from I mean, all, all around the world when it comes to meat, when it comes to grains, when it comes to everything. Great thing about this, this that's, that's one part of France, but one part of the U.S. The third part is the thing about Teton Valley, Jackson, Wyoming, Victor Idaho, Drake, so on and so forth, Alpine, Obec, so on and so forth, is it's it's a microcosm. It's uh, I've, I've met farmers, I've met growers, I've met processors to, to cheese, bread makers, tamale makers, how to food businesses. That to me gave me like a, hey, this is similar to what I look in France. And again, a lot, the other part of that is also I am from Mexico, so. When you go to Mexico, small towns, you live off of what's around. You live off the seasonal, and I think I think Jackson, Sun Valley, with the farmers market being an option, with some of the businesses that come in that are local, I think that focus on on supporting local, eating local, tasting local carrots, eating eating local potatoes, the local milk, cheese. It just it's, in my point of view, it's healthier. It's and I think that con that we're supporting the local aren't keepers because they're growing things. It's fantastic. So we need more of my point of view. And it's what reminds me a little bit of Mexico and a little bit of France. I, I like all the connections, how you're tying everything in together between France and, and Mexico, and then also being in the valley of, of what local is. And how many businesses do you operate now? How many have you started and are operating? So I run two businesses. Our first business, my first business is Morales Homemade, which under the Morales Mid umbrella, we have two services. We have Rosa Tamales, the tamales that's the shaped ice at the, at the summer markets, people markets, market people at the high school on Sundays. And then the other branch of that is the taco truck that we do private catering, traditional taco, taco services, parties and events. That one is summer, summer heavy business. Again, the majority of it is people's markets, our market and our events. So Naughty Fruit being our second business where we dehydrate and we spice fruit and we, we have a distribution connection in the area as well as we sell out myself. I go directly and deliver to a whole bunch of stores locally, Whole Foods, 
uh, Marriott, Vertical Harvest, Student, Tesco Airport, a bunch of other places. So, not if you're being my side of business. What's it like running two businesses? <laughs> oh man, well, I, so far we, uh, I mean, it's hard. It's difficult. It's, I don't, it's hard to compare it to anything else. It's, it's, it always keeps you on your toes. Luckily, my point of view in the last last year or so we've been pretty busy i've been hiring people here and there it's heavy in the summer so i don't always get to go out and play go to the lake and so on and so forth because i have responsibilities to attend to that are coming up like events and market and so on and so forth so it's difficult it's difficult but it, but i enjoy it because it's part of what we like what we what, what i love to do what i enjoy so it's like it's hard but it there's a pleasure behind it because People are happy. Our customers keep coming back every week. Bags keep being sold. It's not history at other places. So I like it. I enjoy it. Well, liking it and enjoying it, I, I like what you said. It's hard work, but there's a pleasure behind it. Yeah. I mean, I told myself years ago after I came back from France and I and you see a lifestyle of, of how people work, how people live in schooling. And then I traveled a little bit around the US and some places, Mexico and stuff. And you get an idea as to, why people do what they do and the majority of it is, is money is income to make a living but a small or at least a, a good group of people they work and it's part of their lifestyle and they make it their lifestyle because they want to work but they also want they want to hate their job and so i've come to understand that if you're able to put a little bit of you in it make sure you get, get some income in the process of what you're doing for work and preferably you enjoy the process of what you're doing for again services rendered or products then you work a lot but at some point you're doing what you love to do you enjoy the process there are some tough days that's for, for darn sure but it's it's more fun it's more there's more fulfillment there than there is the tough days the bad the bad times here there so it's work but it's it's kind of not i don't know it's part of who i am and it's part of me growth so so, so yeah it's difficult sometimes but the majority of the time we enjoy what we do. I love what I do. Does that enjoyment and fulfillment help inspire you? And if how does that? Oh, man. Oh, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I usually tend to take a break for Christmas for family. Just disconnect. We work a lot in the summer. And we get burned out because it's physically a lot of work. A lot of families making them by hand, loading, unloading, private events. Long nights doing tacos for parties, weddings, on top of the drive throughs the not, you know, naughty food, the packaging, the, the, the everything sourcing, all the one I jarts. I do, I, I'm, I'm taking part in everything. One thing that I look for every every time I go to market is the people, the kids, the dogs, you know, they with their owners, babies coming up to the tables and like going straight, a nice direct line to, to the fruit. The, 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 the eyes and the kids' faces when they see a mango or a watermelon, they just want to devour it. Parents that are getting in line, and sometimes our lines are a little bit busier than normal. I feel bad when they wait for more than 10 minutes. It's just something that I feel bad for tamales. And so, but when we see the happy smiles, even though they're three, four people down the line, that they know they're going to get some hopefully perfectly you know, delicious tamales in the line they're waiting, or they're going to get a couple of tamales, because they're going to get two cups, shaved ice. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's, I get it's cheesy, but like I love seeing those smiles when they're three people deep, and then they're like, like second to go, and then they're like, "How can we help you?" And they like, "Oh, we we would love to get tamale," and they they get their order, and everybody in the group is happy. The kids are are got a tamale or fruit cups, some cheap dice, 
the parents get Alex to buy his or fruit cups and everybody's like happy. And at the end of the at the end of the day, it's like, all right, cool. We got rid of a lot of tamales, we got rid of some some, some fruit cups, There's a couple of mangoes left. People were happy. We're good. Like we're doing our job. And like I get like my batteries charge. So I know sometimes I wake up at six in the morning, sometimes I wake up at three, sometimes at two in the morning to to, to load up the to the tamales for the Saturday morning market. And it's a long day. <laughs> I have long days. I sometimes don't sleep the best, not considering my, my personal problems, my emotional problems, physical problems. But I, I go to the market and in the market, we're jazzed up where the tired bones feeling goes away. The tired body goes away. And it's like, y'all give me energy, man. It, it's really cool. And then that's considered, you know, my, my, my dance, my dance students that I catch up with my teachers from, from back when I was in high school, yeah, catching up with old friends, new friends, making, making great friends. And it's like, it's so good. To, it's so good to see you guys. Sorry for the wait. What can we do for you? And that energy is just, it's wonderful. So my parents and I, we look forward to that, to the faces, to now that we can hug the hugs. So I get charged up with these happy energies, happy vibes, big smiles, the kids' faces. It's awesome. That's very inspiring, Juan. I, I appreciate that. And I know I've certainly felt that before many times. It just jolts you. It's it's better than yeah. any caffeine, I tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is. And again, I, I you know, if people see this, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty open. I'm pretty social. I, I somewhat wear my, you know, my sleeves and my, 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 my emotions on my sleeves. And sometimes I do have like, you know, I'm just tired. Get out of things in my head. But 85 to 90% of the time that I'm at the market, I, I love being there. Hey, Juan, we're going to take a quick break to get a word from one of our sponsors, and then we're going to come back because you've got some interesting stuff coming up in the next week or so pretty soon with Naughty Fruit. I want you to share that. Sounds good. Yes, sir. Teton County Solid Waste and Recycling estimates that approximately 3,954 tons of food waste are disposed in the trash right here in Teton County every year. This makes food waste the next frontier material in the quest to achieve our county's goal to reduce waste and recycle more, which will help us aim for zero waste. For more information on Teton County Integrated Solid Waste and Recycling's Curb to Compost Commercial Food Waste Program, visit tetoncountywy.gov slash recycle and join today. Juan, welcome back. We are talking about you. You operate several businesses, very heavy in the summertime. And one of your businesses, Naughty Fruit. Why don't you tell us what Naughty Fruit is? You you said it's dehydrated seasoned fruit. So tell us how it's seasoned. What makes your dehydrated fruit different than others? But also, what do you have coming up pretty soon that you're working on for, for your business? Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, my pleasure. I am the founder and creator of, of Naughty Fruits. Naughty Fruit is dehydrated, naughty, seasoned, spiced fruit. And the naughty is a neat word there just because there's a little bit of salt, a little bit of lemon, a little bit of chili powder in, in the mix. I am Mexican uh, family. We love our spices. And so I decided to make an unnatural, raw, dried, spiced fruit snack that it's just, you know, Better than the stuff that's out there. No sugar added, natural preservatives, no added preservatives. And, and I mean, it's 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 meant to be a snack to 
place, all the junk, junk snacks that, that we're all used to, not mentioning any names. And so far as we're, we're getting busy, we're getting popular in, in a lot of the areas, Jackson, a lot of stores, and then Jackson Hole Airport and a bunch of other spots. And then we got picked up by a distributor for Montana distribution. We're, we're everywhere in Montana and at the park, at the Yellowstone Park, the park. And so that's about each one of my, one of my, one of my passions, one of my creations. And now in about two weeks on October 19, I was selected out of, out of many other local businesses to, to an event called Pitch Day, where we get to pitch our business to the community. And a lot of the community are investors and the majority of local, local owners, business owners, bankers, and so on and so forth, investment groups. And so I'm, I'm one of five local businesses that, that are going to be pitching. And, you know, there's a few prizes for, for, you know, for favorite crowd, please are most favorable to, to expand and so on and so forth. There's all these different prizes for it. But the main, the main concept is that there's not, there's an opportunity to the platform for me, for Naughty Fruit to get to the next level of growth. And it's just, it's just an honor. It's, it's a pleasure to be recognized for a small business that, that has some legs, that has some, some potential walking, if not running, if not flying for growth for for here in the, in the Rocky Mountain. No, and it's it's really cool. I'm, I'm excited. I'm more excited than I am nervous. <laughs> I keep telling myself that, and it's and it's really gotten me to organize myself to get focused and tune up our business plan. And I'm excited for folks who are listening in. Just for you to be selected oh, to present during pitch day is a great honor. Uh, oh, absolutely, big accomplishment. And talk about you putting yourself in a vulnerable challenging position <laughs> oh um, man oh my gosh major <laughs> yeah sure sure i mean yeah it's definitely a huge honor to be picked out of i'm sure many many companies that applied along the way there are many many challenges as i think this owner would know for growth for expansion for all the above the scary part on my end is not only i have to take some great practices i have to continue to focus on quality i have to find space and space for everything everything part of the vulnerability of this event is not only that I get to present our, our business plan and, and, and myself in front of a center for the arts audience with you know members, which may be the whole, the whole, the whole house and be packed whole community. But I, I have to show my underbelly. I got to show some of my, my weak, weak points of our business part, you know, part of it's sourcing year round sourcing. It's, we live in the mountains guys, how hard it is to get a good mango in the winter. It's, it's, <laughs> it's close to impossible. And so, that's just one of my things for mango and the tropical fruits. And, and those are physical things that I have to consider. Is it easy for me to ask for help? <laughs> if you know me, it's hard for me. I, I'm happy to help anybody out there every day, but it's, it's, in my, it's not in my nature to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And here we have to open up. We have to, we have to see, look, this is where our business is not, but I need help with this aspect or that aspect. And I mean, it, it takes a village. It takes a community. It takes some wisdom wisdom for the brain here and so some aspects yes of my business are sketchy and are rough and, and need work and need wisdom and so it's scary to tell people this is where i've i lack this is where the business is hurting this is how we can improve it i think i need help we have great products and we'll continue to have great products and like i said i'm i'm not a, I'm not a business guru far from it i know food i i know traditional mexican food i know traditional american food i'm good at certain things but I definitely need help. And if you guys, you know, it's with the help of, of the technical community ask, like I said, I'm, a, I'm more excited just, just because I know I've come to really uh, believe that I know what I have is good quality stuff. 
I know that if there's a need for, for healthier options, for healthier snacks for both kids and adults and pets too. So we're, we're already, I'm already thinking ahead, but uh, yeah, it, it's scary. You know, it's just like going on a date, but going out, showing, showing your colors and seeing if, if someone that you don't know might like you or not. And this, and this for me, it's bigger than that. It's, it's bigger than myself. And I don't see so much of it as a competition because we all have different businesses, different services, different things that end the community. We're all going to go up there and show our businesses, show our passions, why we love it. And the people that are going to get involved are going to get involved, are get involved or the businesses or nonprofits or investment groups are going to get in love based on the passion that we have for what we do. Uh, because I, I believe that everybody that has an idea has the idea because one, they feel passionate about what they're doing is better, bettering their environment, their people around them the practices so on and so forth. And we all have different assets, different, different wonderful things that we can, that we can offer to, to the community. And so it's scary, <laughs> but I'm excited because of this thing, because of this Silicon Core group, because of the pitch day, because of Naughty Fruit, I've learned to slow down, to allow outside criticism and to allow the pokes in all my businesses, all my part of my business that are missing that need more work. I've allowed to, you know, yeah, I, I do need help. And I am bad at this and I am bad at that, but I'm pretty good at this. All I need to do is just start working on developing a team. And I mean, just in the process of preparing for this, for this pitch day and being involved with Second Couloir, it's just been, oh man, it's been amazing. It's been transformational just in myself, the challenges, the the deadlines. Oh my gosh. it's It's not just me anymore. It's me, but it's also what is expected of me. And I signed the contract to say, I will follow through this process of, of pitching. I will do my best to pitch, to organize myself. I will utilize the mentors that are offered to me as, to the best of my knowledge. And I will do my best to follow the deadlines because there are deadlines to get certain things done presentation-wise, so on and so forth. We get mentored when, when we agree to, to, to join the, um, but when we send the contract to be part of pitch day until pitch day. And so there's times that we have to show up and be like, all right, this is what I did. This is my presentation. I edited this. I edited that. I think this works. And you patiently give you their feedback. And again, it's professional professionals, you know, helping us out. And like it or not, some of these people, you know, some of these people you don't, but they're there to help you better yourself and preparing yourself for this, for this competition. So it's been, it's been, I've had a rough couple of rough nights going home. Be like, man, hmm, that was, that was rough. That and not so much me, but that was rough, you know, that they said this and that. And I'm just I'm trying about about some of the holes in, in my business plan. But it's it's all meant to be for the betterment of 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 the business that you have. So I'm I'm grateful, man. To be honest, I'm I'm grateful because where can you get many, many years of experience for a huge pool of people that all have all have the interest to want to make sure that you have the tools and the advice for your businesses? for free <laughs> i mean I for free it's just nuts man. it's it's hard and to have it here in the valley it's a godsend man it's a i don't know it's it's amazing and so i can't wait not just for my business to continue to grow but the people that are coming behind me the people that are maybe getting inspired or people that have an idea and say hey well juan seems to be a down earth kind of guy what if i tried doing this or try doing that and i i've, I've got a f- couple phone calls from local local people in the area local kids that, that i know that I say, hey, dude, we, I, I know, I see, I see what you're doing. Can you give me some advice on, on how to get my product into market, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's, let's talk about it. And so it's kind of cool to, to not only be of use to other people, 
but also, you know, myself learn, learn from mentors and community members that just want to help. It's exciting. I'm, I'm very proud of you and, and grateful Juan that, that you are allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You've opened yourself up to criticism and feedback from other folks. You're taking it. It, it might, like you said, it might be a blow, but Hey, these people are there to help me. And then you have people calling you and you're sharing your wealth of knowledge. That's what a wonderful way for you to grow as well. Yeah. By being able to reciprocate and and share the knowledge that you've now learned and gained from from these mentors. Yeah, agreed. Hundred percent agreed, man. That's awesome. And so I'm I'm curious to know from your perspective, because you will have a pitch, you have to present how long is your presentation? So every pitch has to be eight slide max, and it has to be eight, eight, no more than eight minutes. Okay. In the time that you first started, how have you seen your pitch develop to where, and I'm sure it'll continue developing up to the point before you present that you have to submit it. How have you seen it progress? Oh man, (laughs) I think I started with like 14 (laughs) slides because you know, you always have to have a pitch together for, for your business. And now it's at seven. And I think I do have to break I think I do take advantage of the of the eighth one of the extra one just because uh one of the slides is a little bit cluttered, a little bit extra stuff. But it's a uh, man the night night and day. I mean, moon and Mars. It's just been from when I started to now. It's clean cut. It's more precise. A lot of the the extra stuff was just put to the side and focus on the priorities, on the focus of of what we're doing. I feel really good about it. Except I'm so obviously very nervous. There's a couple things that I have to organize that I have to trim. And, and then just practice. And like I said, I'm, I'm more excited than I am nervous on the basis that I know that I know what I have. I know what I'm capable of. I know we're doing really good things in our industry and, and for our community. I just haven't been on stage for, for a while, for several years, presenting myself in the best way that I can in a huge audience with also professionals, you know, not necessarily criticizing, but I got to put my best foot forward. And it's been a minute. I haven't done that for a while. And it's a big deal. So I've been working on audio for, for several years, and this is a, a great opportunity for me to to put my best foot forward and 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 get ready for what's coming, for scaling up. And so you know, you obviously want to show up with everything perfect, right? Looking good, feeling good, having you know, not vomiting all this extra information that people don't need. And I get excited, and I and I and I speak. I love speaking about my my products. So a lot of it has to just you know just tune up a little bit, clean up a little bit, and tweak it to to where you're just boom, 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 and you're showing up. And it's been like I said, I'm I'm I will say right now I'm at like 80% tuned up, cleaned up. The next the next week and a half, two weeks, and I'll definitely be a little more focused. But I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for you, Juan. Thank you. And do you have some social media channel where people can follow you and hear about how pitch day goes? Yeah, yeah. The 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 easiest way that I'm gonna I'm gonna do just because I'm doing everything is uh, Instagram. Uh-huh. Our channel, I believe, is is eat eat naughty fruit snacks or not naughty fruit snack, naughty fruit snack, and it's like it's naughty underscore fruit underscore snack. And then my other one is is Juan Morales. That's the only one with his face on there for hmm. that I that I that I promote on, on Facebook. And then we do have a naughty fruit one on Facebook, but I I, have, I just have the most followers with Juan, Juan Morales with my name on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I'll be I'll be posting in the next in the next week or so about the event to get center for the arts. So October nineteenth, so Wednesday. And I believe it starts five to eight, but you know, get there early. I mean, it's open to the public, mm-hmm. but yeah. What What's the time again? Repeat that. I, I believe the time from is five to 8 p.m. 
Okay. I, I'm going to say four to nine, you know, just mm-hmm. to make sure you get there early. It is a Wednesday. So some people might be leaving, leaving work earlier, hopefully to come out and support. I'm, I'm looking at it right now online and it's at the center for the arts Wednesday, October 19th from 5 PM to 8 PM okay, so with the reception following. So the sooner mm-hmm. somebody gets there, if they get there early, they get a better seat. Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. In the, in the auditorium there at the center for the arts. Yes, that's correct. And, yeah. yeah. And um, if somebody wants to reach out to you and connect with you Juan, what what's a great way for them to do that? Um, you can obviously call or text at my number. It's at, uh, area code 307-203-9380. Uh, if I don't answer within the time you call me or text, I'll, I'll get back to you shortly after. The other way to uh, contact me through email is info at Naughty Fruit. That's I-N-F-O at Naughty Fruit.com. N-A-U-J-C-Y-F-R-U-I-T.com. Any questions, concerns, or suggestions, please text me, email me. Use it, don't abuse it, you know. And hmm. uh, yeah, reach out. I'm, I'm happy to connect you to the people that, that help us out with the Department of Health and all these different other local local companies that, that that check us and support us. And yeah, let me know. That's fabulous. Well, Juan, I appreciate time. You've got a lot of work to do over the next week and a half <laughs> to yes, prepare sir. for your presentation. And uh, I mean, kudos to you, man. You're starting your businesses. You're, you're hustling it. You're out there beating the pavement. You get energized from the smiles that you, your customers give you, but you're also allowing yourself to be vulnerable by taking feedback from other people. And not everybody's willing to do that. And and that's what a successful business owner does is mm-hmm. you, you allow yourself to hear from other people because it takes a, a tribe to, to get things going. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm gonna let you get back to your day. Juan, th- again, thank you so much. And I wish you all the greatest successes with all your businesses and to have a phenomenal pitch day on October 19th this year. Yes, and uh, I have it on my calendar to go. I, I just hope that nothing else comes up, but my plan is to, to be there to attend. It just depends on kids and yeah, <laughs> and all that uh, no stuff worries. that happens. Then be aware that if you can't make it physically, they are going to be broadcasting it online. So Oh, cool. Um, if you can't make it because you're traveling, or you have kids or any any kind of any kind of stuff, that there'll be I'm assuming there'll be links, and I'll be hopefully posting those links with my posts okay. online. But, but yeah, thank you very much for your time. Thank, thank you for this. I appreciate it. And if you need anything else, let us know. We're here to help. All right. Take care, Juan. Have a good day. Our, our pleasure. Take care. Bye bye. To learn more about Juan and his businesses, visit thejacksonholeconnection.com episode number two hundred and eleven. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. And thank you, everybody, for sharing these podcast episodes. Easy to share them. Give us some feedback on Facebook or whatever social media you might have. I appreciate the support that my wife and boys provide to me, Laura, my boys, Lewis and William. And of course, to Michael Morey for every single episode who has edited and marketed for me. Michael, you're awesome. Until next week, cheers. When I see you right back here for another episode of the Jackson Hole Connection.